dead in sins. He who were dead in sins hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved. And hath raised us up together and made us set in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is a gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained, that we should walk in them. Now turn over to the little book of Titus. I want to read another verse or two here. Titus. Starting in uh, uh, chapter 2 and verse 11. For the grace of God that a brain salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and our Savior Jesus Christ who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke of all authority. Let no man despise thee. Brother Lionel, would you lead us in prayer, please? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, again, we thank you for this night, God, and we thank you, Lord, for the ones that's come out to be with us in the service tonight, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Bless our... Brother Joe, Lord, as he brings your message to us, Father, we just pray the, your blessings upon this uh, word tonight, Lord, and we just pray it touches hearts and minds, Lord, and, and provokes us, Lord, to do good uh, through our salvation through Jesus Christ, God. And so one here that's not saved, Lord, we first pray that this message will touch their hearts and minds, Lord, that they would receive Christ as their Savior in their life, Lord. God, just thank you so much for loving us and caring for us, Lord. Thank you for this word that we're going to hear tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Ryan. I want to preach a little while tonight on God's grace <coughs> and the Christian's obligation. We can tie it in somewhat. Amen. We think about what God has already done for us. How he saved us by his marvelous grace. He gives us eternal life. He gives us joy unspeakable and full of glory. He takes care of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So he, he's able to take care of us. He answers our prayers. Amen? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I wouldn't want to serve a God that didn't answer prayer, would you? Mm -hmm. We all, so here tonight, everybody here, God has answered your prayer. Amen. Somebody answered the prayer before we got saved. I mean, some, uh, God answered the prayer, but somebody prayed for us, Brother Justin, before we got saved. So God's grace is an unmerited favor. I don't deserve it, but God loves us so much. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Then the Bible says the way to sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I'm glad tonight that you and I that are saved, born again, washed in the blood of Jesus, we have a better place to go. Uh, got a call to see this before I came to church. Brother Jim Lucas of Bolt, West Virginia. You know what, anybody know where Bolt, West Virginia is? 
That's where William Jimmy Dickin was from, Boat, West Virginia. We'll be preaching our next Sunday, it's Sunday afternoon. And his father-in-law died, he had the funeral yesterday. Uh, I, I, I met him in Cleveland years ago. They were saved. You know, it's hard to give up somebody anyway, but when they're saved, you can give them up easier, can't you? Uh, just think about what we have tonight. Uh, we have everything to be happy about. We have everything to glorify God in. Amen. Amen. And God's grace is so wonderful for you and I tonight. Somebody asked me the other day, says, uh, about grace, love, and compassion, mercy. I said, well, I'm, not, I'm glad I'm not living under the law. <coughs> Brother Justin, if he was living on the law, you wouldn't have no kid to teach today. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> They'd take him outside the city and beat him to death, rock, throw rocks at him, wouldn't you? But I'm glad it's grace all the way. Amen? Amen. Grace for every need. My brother Lonnie laying there in the hospital last week, uh, Sunday afternoon, and he said, God makes no mistakes. We know that. He said, God's come here for a purpose. And he said, if one soul will get saved while I'm in the hospital, it's worth all the pain I went through. Amen. Well, one soul's worth the world, isn't it? Amen. Mm -hmm. What does the Bible say? If we gain the whole world and lose your soul, we'll give it, what would you give in exchange for our soul? One Amen. precious soul is worth the world. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody asked me the other day, Sister George, I said, Joe, how many places are to go? I said, well, a lot of places to go. Go to Huntington, go to Charlton. He said, no, I'm talking about uh, when you die. I said, well, there's two places. Either heaven or hell, right? Mm -hmm. If you're saved, you're going to heaven. If you're not saved, you're going to hell. Amen. The rich man lift his eyes in hell, be in torments. Mm -hmm. I thank God tonight no one has to go to hell because Jesus made a way to save every individual to ever be born. Mm -hmm. He gave his son, the only begotten son. Uh, he came through the Virgin Mary, lived a perfect life, went to the cross of Calvary, took your sins, took my sins, took the sin of the whole world and laid upon him that day on the cross of Calvary, took him off the cross, Brother Lionel, put him in the grave, the tomb. What happened? The third day he got up that we could be justified. Therefore, when justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. No other peace, no other joy beside Jesus. That's what grace does for us. Now, let me give you a few things tonight. Grace is described as great. Great, isn't it? Uh, Acts 4.33 says, And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. If it wasn't for grace, there would be nobody here tonight. Amen? God's marvelous grace. I'll never forget Uncle Frank. He, he was, uh, yeah, I talked about, I didn't understand it. God's lost. I didn't understand it. After I forgot to say that I understand it, Sister Sharon. He was always talking about God's grace, God's love, and God's mercy. I was lost. I didn't know nothing about it. You know, my mom and dad were saved. But anyway, uh, but after I got saved, I realized what I was missing. Amen. Somebody told me the other day, said, Brother Joe, how long have you been saved? Well, 50 years passed. I was on vacation when I got saved. I've been on vacation for 50 years. It's a vacation. <laughs> it's because of God's grace and God's love and God's compassion, all right? Something else, 
God's grace is rich. Think about this verse in Ephesians 1, 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Marvelous grace. Amen. Then God's grace is exceeding, isn't it? You remember the story about Paul? Apostle Paul had a thorn in the flesh. He went through it about three times. God didn't move the thorn to give him grace, did he? You know, things come in our life, but he might not move the thorn out of our life, but God give us grace to be an overcomer. Amen. You know, every saved person is an overcomer. <clears throat> Amen. We're an overcomer. The Bible said that just shall live by faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Just shall live by faith. Without faith, is sin. Let me go. Let me say this. If I don't pray for this church, and I don't pray for one another in this church, I'm sinning against God. Amen. It's a boomerang, isn't it? Mm-hmm. How many here tonight have been early in the morning, say 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, wake, wake up in the, in the morning, and God lays somebody on your heart to pray for them? How many has been there? We probably don't have. Amen. Why God did that, they need you prayers. Sure. Amen. God needs you, they need you prayers. And so uh, think about this. All sufficient. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore will I rather grow in my thermos that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Then God's grace is glorious. I'm just giving you a little outline before we get into the message tonight. Ephesians 1, 6 says, To the praise of, the, of his glory, of the glory of his grace, wherein he had accepted us in the beloved. We have been accepted in the family of God. So that's a blessing, isn't it? Amen. To know. All right. Now, <clears throat> grace, let me give you this. For by grace are we saved through faith, and that all of yourselves is the gift of God. The wages sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Being born again of the cup to receive and increase by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. He came into his own, his own received him not, but many have received him for them and gave him power to become the sons of God. So we have an obligation because of God's love, God's mercy, and God's grace. Mm-hmm. Every saved person has an obligation. We have an obligation to live right. Yes. Separated from the world. Yes. Amen. How many believe that? We all do. I know all of you believe that tonight. And so, because uh, we have an obligation, the believer's obligation, because of God's mercy, God's grace, God's love, God's compassion, we have an obligation. I'm bought for price. And that price is the Lord Jesus Christ gave his uh, life on Calvary. I'm I'm not my own. I belong to him. The night I got saved, I fulfilled my rights. I belong to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. We all belong who was saved tonight. Uh, we have a <clears throat> we have a great salvation. Amen. Matter of fact, we have the only salvation. Mm-hmm. They know one way to heaven. Yes. Let not your hearts be troubled to believe in God, believe also in me, and my father's house for many mansions. If we're not so I'd have told you I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you into myself. That where I'm there you may be also. And Thomas said, Well, we don't know the way. Jesus, I'm the way. 
I'm the truth, I'm the life, and no man come to the Father but by me. Mm-hmm. A lot of ways to get to Cleveland, a lot of ways to get to Logan, a lot of ways to get to Huntington, Charleston, that there's only way to heaven, and that's through and by the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It's not by water baptism, it's not by works, it's by grace all the way. And you and I that are saved, born again, we have an obligation today to live a holy, dedicated life and show the world that we've been with Jesus. Amen. Think about the apostles in the book of Acts. They, they said they were ignorant and unlearned men, but they knew they'd been with Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm. They had a, all right, we have a great salvation. And we have great rewards. God will reward you how you live your Christian life when we stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Mm-hmm. Then we have great grace. Grace for every need. Grace to help in a time of disappointments. Mm -hmm. Grace to help in time of death, grieving. Well, my wife died. I thought thought I'd be a basket case. But you know God's grace just took over. Amen. Well, how many here tonight lost for me? A lot of us have lost for me, you know. It's not easy. It's not easy. In my family alone, in my family alone, uh, Brother Randy lost his mate. Brother Bill lost his wife. Brother Lonnie lost his wife. I mean, they went to heaven, but they, you know, they're not around. My wife died. Uh, then Nellie's husband died. I know Otis, my sister died. So, but there's grace to go around for every need. Aren't you glad tonight it's grace all the way? Mm-hmm. Amen. And we we have we have a great joy. Somebody asked me the other day, said, Brother Joe, talk to the other way, said, Brother Joe, uh, do, do you get tired serving the Lord? No, I don't get tired serving the Lord. I don't get tired, I get tired in body. We all get tired in body, right? Mm-hmm. We don't get tired serving the Lord. Peter said, Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Yes. Uh, there's nothing no better to go out and win somebody to the Lord. I, well, God saves them, we just tell them about Jesus. We Amen. can't save nobody, but the Holy Ghost, uh, you tell them about Jesus. Amen. Then we have great promises from Genesis 1 to Revelation. All the promises we have in the Word of God. It's because of the grace of God. And we have an obligation. Hey, think about this. Remember Jeremiah? Remember Jeremiah when he put him in a dungeon? God's grace got him out. Think about Ezekiel. Think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. God's grace got him out. Think about Daniel in the den of lions. God got him out. Think about Peter in prison. They was praying, our, uh, having a prayer meeting there, and, and God opened the door. The angel come and got him out of prison. He knocked on the door. They didn't believe it was Peter. They didn't believe God answered prayer. God answers prayer. God will answer prayer when we meet the conditions. I don't know about, y'all get excited every now and then what you have. Mm-hmm. Folks, it's, 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 it's wonderful. It's gracious. Mm-hmm. I get excited knowing where I'm going, amen. amen. I know when I was a kid, we'd go down to grandmother's house. I got excited. Mm-hmm. But I'm going more to grandmother's house now. I'm going to heaven. I get excited. Amen. I don't know when I'm going to go, but I'm going, amen. You're going through to sleep tonight. Amen. We, we, we meet in the air maybe one of these days. The rapture takes place. We out here, amen? Mm-hmm. It's all because of God's grace, and we have an obligation to tell others about Jesus. We have an obligation to tell others about Jesus. Amen. I went to the hospital today to visit Judy. Had a prayer with her and the pastor and his wife was there. Well, coming down the hall, I see another guy 
there, and I thought I knew, but I didn't know him, but he knew me. And I went in, shook his hand, gave him a, introduced myself to him, and the lady's been in the hospital for two, I believe she said two months, broke her leg. Mm-hmm. And so we had a prayer with her. Mm-hmm. Somebody says, uh, I don't have anything to do in the church. Mm-hmm. When I was pastoring a church in Cleveland, New Hope Baptist Church, I was social pastor at Westside Independent <laughs> Baptist Church, uh, uh, Brother Justin. I said, when you get up on a Monday morning, say, for a sorry for yourself, get you get your Bible, get a handful of tracts, and go to the nursing home. Amen. <laughs> Spend a day in a nursing home, you'll come home shouting <laughs> that you're not in the bed. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't feel sorry for yourself. No, no. Uh, somebody told me the other day, said, Brother Joe, if you're going to go down, you're going to die. I said, I can't die. <laughs> Old body's going to lay down, but a real man, he, he's not going to die. If you've been saved, born again, washed in the blood of Jesus, the old body's going to lay down, but the inward man is going out of here. Amen. You can't die. Because we have everlasting life. Amen. You just need one verse. I was teaching old gospel truth years ago when Brother Steve was there, and I gave them 100 verses on eternal security. There's more than that in the Bible. I give them 50, uh, two lessons of 50 verses each. And old Brother Steve said, would you get all them verses? I said, I got them out of the Bible. Amen. I didn't get them out in uh, Logan Banner. I didn't get them out of Playboy. I got them out of the Word of God. Amen. It's there. Amen. So you and I that are saved, born again, we need to rightly divide the Word of God. We need to pray, trust God, help us. Somebody said, Brother Joe, the other day, said, Brother Preacher, who's your teacher? I said, I got the best teacher in the world. Amen. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. You got the best teacher. If you're saved, you got the, the Holy Ghost is your teacher. Amen. Amen. You got the best because he wrote the Bible. He knows all about us. Mm-hmm. He knows what to give you. He knows what you need. Amen. He answers your prayers. Mm-hmm. He knows everything about us. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? You know what? It's amazing to me how big the world is. I mean, the whole world, universe. But God is so small that He dwells in our heart. Mm-hmm. My little peanut brain can't get a hold of that. <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? Amen. It's how true that is uh, to have what God has for us. Time's going to get gone here. I ain't got nothing done. Amen. Uh, We have an obligation to be strong in the Lord. You know that? We have an obligation because of God's grace. Listen to these words. Uh, Joshua 24, 15. And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the the gods which which your father served in that were on the other other side of the flood, or the God of the Amorites, in those lands you you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. 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 Me and Ann hadn't been saved long. And I don't know how down here, but in Cleveland, uh, we used to have a lot of company before we got saved. And after we got saved, we didn't have so much company. You separate yourself, amen. <laughs> but always Sunday afternoon, we'd always have company after we got saved. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, you can do two things. You can stay here or go to church with me. Because mm-hmm. when church time comes, I'm going to church. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. You, make a, you make a habit of that, and people realize when church time, if you come to a house to visit them, church time, you're going to church. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 And so uh, Ephesians 6:10, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord 
and in the power of his might. Amen? All right? We have an obligation because of the grace of God to be strong in the Lord. All right? We have an obligation to be sober-minded. Let the mind of Christ be in you. Put the word of God in you. Hide the word of God in your heart and mind and heart tonight. Amen? All right? 1 Peter 5, 8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because after the day was a roaring lion, walking about seeking who may be devoured. He wants to destroy you. He wants to discourage you. And he will if you let him. He will. He will destroy you. Okay? 1 Thessalonians 5, 6 says, Therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. Sober-minded. Let the mind of Christ be in you. Amen? Amen. The Word of God. The Word of God. All right? 1 Peter 4, 7 says, But the end of all things is at hand. Be therefore sober and watch unto prayer. I believe one of the things you're lacking in our churches today is studying the Word of God and praying. Amen. I believe that's likely going. You can tell when you go to some of the churches you go to. A lot of churches are up on that, but a lot of them, a lot of them, a lot of Christians don't they read their Bible Sunday morning about two minutes before church time and Wednesday night about two minutes before church time. But you need to read your Bible every day. Amen. Will you agree with that? Amen. I went to Cleveland. I made three trips to Cleveland this month, but I took my Bible with me. I always carry one in the car. I put one in my suitcase. Somebody said, well, it's busy going to Cleveland. That's busy. Mm -hmm. But you got to realize, i got to realize I had to come back and preach, and i got to get ready. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? And so I get up early. I got up early Friday morning, got dressed and read almost two hours before I left, before I came downstairs for breakfast, mm -hmm. put the Word of God. My brother Lonnie, Gay, you know, she knows, they went to see Brother Lonnie and Gay went, to, I guess, graduated together. Mm -hmm. And so he used to run a market. He drank and smoked cigars, and I'd go over to our brother Lionel, and I'd buy 10 loaves of bread from him. Mm -hmm. Back in those days, in the early 70s, you'd get 10 loaves of bread for a dollar. Mm -hmm. You can't even get one loaf for $10 now, can you? <laughs> 10 loaves for a dollar. Mm -hmm. Have you seen bread that cheap? After Ronnie got saved, I said, thank God you got the bread of life now. I bought bread for you, but you got the real thing. You got the bread of life. Amen? Amen. God's so good to us. God is so good to us, folks. All right? We have an obligation to be steadfast in our walk and our talk. What does the Bible say? If we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship with one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sins. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. 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 You know, when I got saved and went back to work to commercial, there was 70, there was 70 drivers, city drivers. There's probably about 50 men worked to dock, and we had some road drivers. But them, them, I used to work on the dock, and I started driving, and I went to driving. They watched me like a hawk. Hmm. Thought I was going to mess up. Mm -hmm. 
Or Brother Jack Hager finally got saved. I don't, anybody know Jack Hager from this area? He's, well, he's probably, he's in his name. He might only be living now. He's going to start too. He said, well, you'll be back in the world in six months. I was a young Christian. I just got saved. Mm -hmm. I said, well, we have to wait and see. Well, six months, I go tap him on the shoulder. I'm still saved. Went on for about two years. You know what happened? Me and my brother, y'all met all this. My brother-in-law come here one time, or two times. He was waiting on me and my brother-in-law in the parking lot. He said, I want what y'all got. Amen. Well, difference. He got saved, and God called him to preach. He preached for a long time. Mm -hmm. So you never know. Let your light shine. Amen. Let your light shine. We have an obligation around us conduct ourselves in the right way. I don't have to tell you all this, but you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, we have an obligation to be steadfast in our walk. Mm -hmm. Listen to this verse. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brother, be steadfast, unmovable, always abound in work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Everything you do for the Lord, he's going to reward you. <coughs> At the judgment seat of Christ, you're going to get rewards. Amen. There'll be crowns handed out, soul-winning crowns, faithful crowns. Uh, there going to be crowns handed out. Second uh, Peter three seventeen says, "Ye therefore, beloved, seeing you uh, know these things before, beware lest also being led away with error of your wickedness fall into all steadfastness." Hebrews twelve three says. For consider him that endures such contradiction of sinners against him, lest you be worried and faint in your mind. The Bible says, Be you steadfast, unmovable, always have bound the word for the Lord. The Bible says, Lay aside every weight that's always beset us, and let us run the race with patience, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Mm -hmm. Who endured the cross, despising the shame, has sat down right up on God the Father. Make an intercession for it. So Amen. we have an obligation. All right, number four. We have an obligation to be submissive to the Lord. Yes. Ephesians 4, 1 says, I therefore prisoner of the Lord beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation where you're called. We need to walk circumspectively. We need to walk in love. We need to walk in the light. Amen. Amen. We need to walk to please God. Over in Thessalonians chapter 4. We need to walk to please God. All right. <clears throat> we have an obligation to be separated from the world. Second Corinthians six seventeen. Wherefore come out among them, be ye separated, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean things, I will receive you. Separation. Romans sixteen seventeen says, And I beseech you, brother, mark them with that call division offense contrary to the doctrine which you have heard, and void them. Hebrews seven twenty six says for such a high priest become, uh, became us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separated from sinners, and high, made higher than the heavens. So we as believers tonight, we have a few obligations, amen, because amen. of the grace of God. In Romans 12, 2, it says, Be not conformed to the world, but trample by the of your mind, that you may know what is good, and acceptable and perfect will of God. You know, Pastor, every, every slave person, God's got a tailor-made will for us. Yep. Yep. He wants us, he gets us a tailor-made will. Mm -hmm. Now, I couldn't wear Justin's coat because he'd probably be too little for me. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Well, Brother Lionel's back there, or, uh, or Don Ronald back there, but God's got a tailor-made will for each individual Christian. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> when we get in the center of God's will, we'll live a happy, 
like the Lord. Amen. And, and the people, and the people will see. They see. They they they, they read your mind. They read your expressions. Let me let me say this. And I move on. The first time, I think it's real close. The first time you meet somebody, the impression you get the first time you meet somebody will stay with you the rest of your life. Amen. How many believe that? Yeah. It'll stay with you. It's true. Whether it be good or bad. But I hope it's good. <laughs> Amen. 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 All right. Then we have an obligation to be serious about sin. I'm, I'm working on a message now. I've been working on it for a few weeks now. Thing I told Justin something about earlier. Things are going out of our Baptist churches. Let me ask you, you folks here tonight. Can you see a difference today than five years ago? Yes. Can you see a difference today than ten years ago? Big difference. Or twenty years ago? Or thirty years ago? You can see a difference in the last couple of years. Yep. I've been I've been in a lot of churches. I see the difference. I see the difference. But it shouldn't be that way. No. But we are living in perilous times, dangerous times, but God's still on the throne. Yes, he is. God's still in control. Yes, he's still he in is. control. He'll take care of us. He'll watch over us, protect us. We have an obligation. We're going to have a, uh, we have an obligation to be saved. We go, we're going to the judgment seat of Christ. First Peter 4, 17 says, For the time is come that judgment begin at the house of God, and if first begin at us. What shall the end of them that obey not the gospel? Obey not the gospel. Folks, in the Bible says, Romans 6, 23, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ your Lord. In Galatians 6, 7, I'm going to close with this verse here. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall also reap. Amen. Father, we thank you for this time together.